welcome. <laughs> We're not using that take. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta use the take now. We gotta leave it in. It, uh, I think what the thing what it is is you just hype yourself too much with the intro. You try to make it too. <laughs> welcome to the Rack and Door Collection, a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. I'm one of your hosts, Jack. Joined, as always, and forever will be joined by my brother, co-host, and comrade, Charlie. Charlie, how are you doing? Jack, I'm doing great this evening. Kind of been a relaxed Sunday. It's, you know, a little bit of behind the scenes, a little backyard base. No, that's not they say it. Little backyard <laughs> basics? No, I was going to say a little bit of backyard baseball, but... That wasn't what I was inside thinking. baseball. Inside baseball. I don't know why I wanted to say backyard baseball. That's weird. I kind of like. I kind of like backyard <laughs> baseball. A little bit of backyard baseball here. A little bit of inside baseball here. Six thirty-five, Sunday, tomorrow, Valentine's Day, Monday. You know the consumerist holiday that has been shoved down our throats. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Laura was like, Jack, Valentine's Day. Like you don't need to get me anything. Like it's it's just a very like you know you're just, it's just made for you to spend money. Then later it's like. Would be kind of nice to get something though. I'm like, I was gonna get you something anyways. Right? You're like, listen, like it, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like, yeah, you know, just it's what it you. means to you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. The thing is, is I think a lot of people for holidays like Valentine's Day, they will feel obligated to do something, even if they both don't want to. They both feel like, oh, you know, we need to do this. But really, hey, if you both want to do something, do something. Both of you don't, mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It's not a uh, not a requirement. But Jack, I'm doing good. Had a very good week. Um, you know, of course, busy week now, just with running a store and all that good stuff, you know. Does a uh, Super Bowl week affect you guys at all? Not really. So we yesterday were pretty busy. We had a there's a cheer competition in town, so we had a lot of the cheer moms, and so it was just kind of an awful client base. Um you it know. sounds like it. Just, yeah. Anyways, I, I don't really want to talk about work that much, but, you know. I, I don't either. I'll be honest. Other than that, I got either. a good uh, good breakthrough with something, just the story. Just not necessarily a breakthrough, but a. Um, see how long Charlie goes on if you give him an even though. Oh, you just, if, you give, if you give me the rope, man, I'll just keep climbing. Just keep, <laughs> I'll just keep pulling on that rope, man. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep going. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop here. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm just messing with you. I'm but just messing. It is a podcast, and so the audio, you know. Yeah, the audio. I mean, yeah, keep talking. Part of the content. Please, please fill time. 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 No, but had a good breakthrough with the story, just as far as, and you know, maybe something I'll talk about a little bit later in the episode. That being said, it is, you know, no, I will talk about it in the episode. I think I can talk about it in a way that is not like spoilery for anybody who's reading it now, because, and I'd like to mention this right now because I never responded to the text message. Uh, one of my friends of the show, Jack Henry, sent me a... Hello, Jack. Hopefully, hope, you're, hope you're doing well. Yes, Jack. Hopefully he's well. And I, I apologize in advance. Sent me a message saying, hey, I'm going to try to read the story. I think I saw it at work and just forgot to respond. So, hey, Jack, I know this is like a month late. To, it's to a use, month late? Several weeks. I don't oh. know. Um, Does it make a difference? No, not really. But thank you for sending that. I, I appreciate that. But been good, man. 
I'll toss it back to you. I'm sorry. I was filling up too much. You made me self-conscious now about how, how much I'm talking. <laughs> no, so I feel like I have no, to stop you, now. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're good at talking. So I, I always appreciate it whenever you talk more because it gives me more time to think and try to articulate what I'm going to be saying, which go ahead. Cracking up on a cold, an actual cold one. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> He's choking it. <laughs> choke, choke. He's shotgunning it. He's no. shotgunning it. <laughs> Um, Ooh, rack a door, rack a door. You know, some people can roll their R's. Like I know. That. I mean, I've always been able to do it pretty well. You remember when you were imitating gun sounds from Metal Honor? Oh, God, you know what? Okay, let's just hop right into it. Well, let me just real quick because this. Hold on. This, I, I I had a decent week. Sometimes I nothing notable. Shut up. Three years from. Th- Three years from now, when just start different sentences with no intention of finishing them. No, Charlie, finish your sentence. What were you gonna say? Nothing. I was gonna be. I'm really interested in hearing the conclusion of your story. You're, you're um, no, a really pretty basic week overall. Uh, work was a little overwhelming at first, but as the week went on, not too bad. Laura helped me for the last couple of days of work. Uh, so super easy, super nice. Uh, I do think I'm falling into the rhythm. That's all I want to say about work. Uh, other than that. I've been playing more of like Vanguard multiplayer, just kind of leveling up the guns because I like the camos. Honestly, are pretty garbage, but there are a few cool ones. But I'm trying to rank up the guns a little bit and then unlock the camos and zombies. So you know, just a fun little side thing yeah. while I kind of wait for the next thing to grab me. Playing some Minecraft. Uh, other than that, not much, man. Yeah. Not much. I, I wish there was more going on, but. I don't, I don't have a lot going on right now, and that's it's fine that I don't. Yeah, I would say so. It's been a been a like a. I haven't had a lot of time to like yeah. find something new. Yeah. So try to be productive though with the time I do have. But mm. anyways, try. I'll pass it off to you in one of your mini sentences. Well, as everyone knows from the title of this episode, of course the boys are going for another tangent episode. Let's go now. Honestly, another tangent. A part of that, I was told that this is uh, some of our audience's favorite kinds of episodes. That's good because I was going to say, honestly, I feel like sometimes the tangent episodes will come out when we just didn't pick a topic, and it's again, I Jack mentioned this, and I think summed it up very well in last episode, several episodes ago, where you know we want to put a lot more work into the podcast we'll put those edits in we did you know the stories for a while at the beginning and now it's kind of just become the podcast and the main reason for that is it it takes a lot of time and work and right now since we don't get that much you know this is not our job this is just a hobby we kind of had to say hey for the health of the podcast for us to not feel so much pressure cuz even when we miss those weeks it makes me feel bad like i'm thinking oh, yeah. about it the whole week and i'm like man if i just but you know, there goes our listeners so, in, uh, in Germany or whatever. Right. So I am glad that. Where is my podcast? <laughs> the the few that were the few that had remained from the last. <laughs> the few that had kept. Oh, they were gone. Now they can't justify it anymore. <laughs> Just now they're like. I'll but I'm glad. I'm glad that the tangent ones are, you know, some of the more popular ones, and I yeah. have some good things to talk about. So I I honestly like the tangents and a lot of the podcasts that. I see people listen to are usually basically just tangents with a few like bullet points, basically. Right. And so I kind of <laughs> Which like, is what our podcast is as well. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, we do try to have episodes that focus on a topic. 
Uh, but it really is usually just like 20 minutes of intros and catching up. Right. You know, shooting the breeze. Yeah. And then 40 minutes of the con- the topic. Yeah. And then like 20 minutes of whatever else. It's kind of how it usually goes. And so those 40 minutes, you know, could just be us just talking. Right. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things go. We might do. I'm looking at Charlie right now. We might do a few tangent episodes. Maybe kind of prep for some bigger research episodes. Yeah. See, I think that's a good idea. It would, you know. Three tangents a month and then one big episode. That might be, you know, that might be a good idea as well. I was even more thinking, though, it would take more editing on our part, but to both for, you know, because we're sitting in front of our laptops right now, it'd be kind of fun for us both to be researching topics and finding information out and kind of collecting information for the big episode we, you know, release monthly. That's That might be a good idea. Yeah, for sure. But Jack. Yes. I was thinking. Yes. You know, there are very many, very many... Billions of billions of no, not quite billions, but in this, and I'll get to where this inspiration came from in a moment because this didn't just Mm -hmm. grow out of my head like my other good ideas. But there are very, very many forks in life, right? Paths or choices that if we would have done something differently, it might have dramatically altered our life, right? One of those things that I think is the big, I don't know, driving component, one of the big driving components behind like nostalgia, right? Long and simpler times. Oh, what if I'd done this? What if I could go back? So on and so forth. And so this in, this idea, and I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some forks in the road? What are some things that you look back on? And you're like, man, not even not even in a bad way. Not even like, oh, I wish I I wish I would have made that choice. I but like, wish. but like choices you look back on, and you're like, I wonder what had happened if I would have chosen that. This is directly inspired by I listened to a recent episode of Knockback, a fantastic podcast hosted by. Last Stand Media, their host, uh, Colin Moriarty, and his brother, Dagan. Give him a shout-out, because not that they'll ever know, but a big reason. I love their podcast. They do a PlayStation-centric one. I mean, this they're weekly listens to me, for me personally. And so, got to give them a shout-out. But they were talking about, they did a whole episode about forks in the road, forks in their life. And I was like, God, that would be kind of a cool what's, what's this idea from? to talk about. Moriarty! <laughs> what's that from? Oh, no. It's from... You got me, I don't know, man. Sherlock. Oh, okay. He, like, steps on his wound, and he's like, Mariachi! I only watched a couple episodes of Sherlock with old Benny D. Yeah, they're kind of samey. Mm. Anyways, so... But yeah, I wanted to ask you. Fork so in your life. forks in the road, honestly, something I've thought about is... I often use forks to eat my food. Well, you know, sometimes I think, should I have used a spoon? <laughs> oh, sorry. And why am I finding forks in the road? No... I think if I had done better in school and focused more on school and my academic levels, if I would have gone to college, I always wonder if that would have been a life choice that I would have made given if I had performed better in school. Mm. Not that I was like horrible, but I definitely was, I was like a C student. Um, yeah. Really kind of by choice because I just didn't put the effort in. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I'm like, what if I did better and went to college what i've completed college right what would i've gone to college for yeah there are lots of times where i've thought well maybe i go to college to be like a a teacher like an english teacher and then go teach abroad somewhere you very know? much like one of our favorite youtubers 
Northern Lion. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that would be kind of a cool thing to do, you know, just experience and see more of the world. But I don't know. I've never given it too much thought, but yeah. that is definitely something that I would consider a fork yeah. in the road. That's a good one. It's a very good one. Yeah. Definitely a fork. I would say I have a similar one. Two-pronged fork. And that one as well, because throughout all of high school and in college, I didn't really care. You yeah. know? Um, the things that I thought were interesting, I did put a lot of work into, but that was the things I thought were interesting. I think a big issue with education nowadays is... Here we go. It's hard to find good teachers, right? And yes, like in it, CSAS, we had a lot of good teachers, but going into college, especially going to just a state school, you lose out on that. You lose out on, you know, but every once in a while, you do have that good professor or that, and you're just like, holy crap, like they made me love this subject. Yeah. Like I specifically remember in college, I had this class... It was just an elective. It was called Sexuality in America. You know, kind of just the American culture's view of, like, sex, sexuality, how that evolved. Well, now this is a rated R podcast. And that was, no. like, well, no, I don't want to go into any explicit just, details. I'm just, you know. But you know, the professor yeah. was this old guy. and God, I don't remember his name now, but he used to get up and he said, I, I'm a chalk and talk professor. And he'd be writing on the board. And, I love that. You know, he'd be, he's a, he was the type of person talk. who you felt comfortable saying what you thought because it was very genuine that like this subject was a passion of his, you know, mm-hmm. talking about like why certain things, like why, you know, the difference between a man and a woman's sexuality was a cause for such division. Why, you know, so, in, why this was prioritized and like the vibrator being used to treat hysteria in women, you know, like things like that where you're like, what were we doing? And so that class, like I think back to those and I think back, man, I really wish if I had applied myself a little bit more, I wonder what gay. I could have done. And I, it almost wish, you know, it almost is a fork in the road for me of experience and perspective of being mm-hmm. like, man, I really wish I had the perspective I did now of life. Because then yeah. when I was in college, I was so jaded. I was so jaded for all the rich kids who didn't have to work. Work felt so much more real and tangible than classes. And it was like, you know, I I was like, why would I care about this when this is not helping my life and it's actively hindering my life, you know? Yeah. And so I always I always do wonder, like, what it what had happened if I actually would have applied myself, if I had really tried and you know. Well, because I don't you know, I don't see you're I don't think you've ever really been like the party kind of guy. You know no, what I mean? No. But I think you'd have been a lot less jaded if you just didn't have to work 40 plus hours every week on top of classes, on top of like not having, you know, kind of really any help, especially financially right. going into college. The and financial aspect, I think, was a big aspect. Of like it. if you didn't have to work, you probably would have had like a lot more fun and it'll be a lot more engaged with your classes. Right, because that's the only thing to be engaged with. You're having this whole other aspect where, yeah. okay, if you don't go to class, you don't go to class, whatever. You know what I mean? You don't go to work, you get fired, and then how do I pay for food? How, how do right. I pay for it, rent? Exactly. How do I do this? It, so, exactly. So it like felt, I said, yeah. it's a lot more tangible. Yeah. The, the consequences are actually much more in the moment, boom, this, this happens. Yeah. Rather than, well, years down the road, yeah. you might have changed your mind. So that's, that's, that's not a bad one. So that's, a, that's one that's for me one. is that very, I guess it is just the same fork as you of like, I wonder what would have happened if I had had that perspective to say, you know what? This is just a temporary step in my life. This is just a step down the path. 
Because, God, when you're early 20s, you really do think you have it figured out. Like, you really do think that, God, this view of the world is the right view. This view of people is the right view. I, I, you know, I got it figured out. And then you get older and you're like, oh, nobody has it figured out. And nobody will ever figure it out ever. And it's kind of coming to peace with the fact that, hey, you're not going to know everything. You're not going to be the best at everything. Hell, you're not even going to be the best at most things that you can do. You're always going to be struggling. And it's, you know, all about being present in your life and finding happiness where happiness lies, you know, doing what you can to, because that's ultimately that's what it's all about. And being, and then, you know, coming to terms with your situation and being like, you know what? I'm not homeless. I have a job and I need to not take these things for granted because there are billions of people who don't even have a hope of even thinking about working. And here I am being like, ooh, I have to work my eight-hour shift and I don't have enough free time. Going back to my air-conditioned house. And, you know, it's so it's, you get trapped in that weird kind of spiral where yeah. it's like, guy, here I am hating my life, but then there are lives that are so much better and so much worse than mine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely like a difficult thing to grasp perspective-wise, just how many more people do have it a lot worse Because, like, you really don't think about it because you are wrapped up in your own life so much, so much of the time that in the moment, it is very valid, you know. But I think that's what I kind of want to say is that even though there are people who do have it worse, that doesn't invalidate the struggles that you're going through at the moment. That's one thing that um, I think Chester from Lincoln Park said Mm. is he was like, I don't want anyone to feel like just because they didn't go through what I went through, that their struggles or their emotions are invalid or don't mean as much or don't hurt as much as whatever. Because you can easily get lost in the, well, people have it worse, so I shouldn't shouldn't care as much or I I shouldn't complain. When, like, no, like, it's valid. It's it's your life. You know what I mean? And then just as easy to look at somebody who supposedly has everything, let's say, like, you know, physically, not physically, but, like, in a monetary way, you know, they have everything and you're and then they're sad and upset in their big mansion and you're like, What are you doing? What are you doing, you nerd? Like yeah, you're I'm sure COVID life is so hard for you in your mansion with your personal chef and your personal fitness trainer. Oh, I can't have my personal meal. You know, so like it's easy to fall into the trap yeah. on either side of where you either look up or you look down and it's interesting pity or fork, Charlie. Yeah. Interesting fork. Yeah, so that was one I got. I think if I if I can choose another fork, it's Go for it. starting my online, you know, pursuits earlier and being more consistent with them. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of times where, you know, I was always thinking if I can just do this now, if I can just do it consistently, I think I can get something going here, you know, but never really consistent. And I always convince myself it's, oh, life's getting in the way or this is getting in the way. When, like, yeah, to an extent, things did happen that kind of got in the way of me being as consistent as it, at it as I wanted to be. But you can always make time. Like, there's a, there's a, there is a lot of time in the day. And I think a lot of the times I let myself kind of get caught up in my own head. Mm. that I didn't have the time. And so, you know, streaming-wise, oh, if I can't stream for three hours, I'm not even going to do it at all because that it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? 
When, like, it does matter, because you're still online, so you can do it for an hour, you can do it for 30 minutes or whatever, and then upload that or do... So, I sometimes wonder if I've just been more consistent, been more passionate about about some of those things, if, you know, it could be my job currently, but mm. that's, that's another mindset you can get stuck in. You don't look at the past, because yeah. you can't do anything about it, but it's just, it's an interesting thought sometimes. Yeah. You know, if you're... And you can apply it to anything, if... I was consistent with this. If I did this on a regular basis, where to be now? Yeah. Six months ago. If I was doing it starting from six months ago, yeah. how would it be now? So just, you know, it's easy to get lost in that and be like, oh, man, I've lost so much time. But you can literally start it any day to look back on that six months. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's all about perspective, man. If that's one thing yeah. I've learned, especially the past couple of years, it's all about perspective very much so and how you deal with the situation that you're dealt yeah you know that's what affects the outcome yeah because you know we don't have any control over the i mean they drink water you keep you keep talking to the masses okay we don't have any control over you know the the chaos of life going down to the basement and so i think oftentimes you know it's easy to blame life and to say Oh, I couldn't do this because of this time, or I couldn't do this. Oh, he's looking for the cups. He's close. If he goes a little bit to the right, a little bit to the, to the, his other right. His other, oh, he's got a cup. <laughs> oh, whoops! He's flipping head over heels. But you know, but that's a big thing, Jack. Right? Is that you always try to control the chaos of life when really all you can control is how you handle the situations that actually come up. That's all you can control. You can't control what other people do or anyways, this point has been lost in the bit, but I mean, if we had cameras, you guys would have seen all that, but man, try what were you saying? It's, it's okay. It's, 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 it's lost now. It's, it's fine. It's over. Um, <laughs> some good water. My next fork leads into my next hand one. <clears throat> I often wonder, of course, very similar to yours again. Over the last, I would say, what, two and a half, almost three years? It'll be, you know, very soon to where I've been writing most days, right? You know, taking a break yeah. every two days or so. But for most days, writing something. Uh, I really wonder if what would have happened in the development my book would have taken if I had started writing earlier. Like how different it would be stylistically. Because mm-hmm. I've yeah. gained a lot, you know, based on the things I've read, based on that. And it's interesting thinking back being like, man, what if I had been 24 and I had made that decision then? You know what I mean? How different would it be if I were to be able to have both in my hands and be like, this is the copy that your current timeline wrote. This is the alt timeline one. You know, I do wonder that because the story has gone through a ton of changes, just things I've cut out, things I've expanded or cut down. And so that... That is always an interesting one to me just to hear. Because I used to have like wild ideas for like seven book series. Yeah. For all these like crazy things. All these extra characters that don't even exist now because I just took them out. It makes you think like, do you remember my comic I started in middle school called Stone Times? Yeah. yeah. And we tried to like scan it and stuff. Yeah. And I actually did scan like one or two copies of like the first two things. I forget what you call them. Chapters or whatever. And part of me is like, what if I like kept running with that up until now? Right. What? Where's the timeline? Like, would I have kept doing that? Would I have gone to do actual comics, not just like stick figure 
kind of stuff or you know it's always right. interesting like these different avenues that you explored slightly because you know you were really interested and then one day you just weren't you know yeah. what i mean it's you always got got to wonder where you would have taken it to if you would have continued doing it you always have to wonder what if what if gross leading into <sighs> my next tangent so I said earlier, you know, I had had kind of a breakthrough with one of the ideas in my my story. Yes. And I wanted to run it by you, Jack. Okay. You know, I often don't tell you. I'm the idea master. Don't tell you very much about my story. Not because I don't think you'd be interested, but just because it's with the detail It'd go of over it, my head because I'm stupid? No. Okay. Not even that. But, like, it's just not in your realm of things that you, like, care deeply about. You know, you're not into deep <laughs> that, fantasy that, lore. Kind of in the realm that I can understand. <laughs> You know, but you're not into the deep fantasy lore. You're not into, like, not not for bad things. Like, those are just not the things you're into, you know. But. Because I can't understand them? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Too stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your pitiful I'm, intelligence. That's so funny to me. You just, like, keep saying these things in this glorious roundabout way, and it just comes out <laughs> to me being too stupid to understand. But you just won't say that. No, no, no. Not no, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm saying, not that. saying you're stupid. What I am saying these is large, your brain is too small to handle these large ideas. Go ahead. But, so I'll ask you now, because you've heard a lot about my story just through osmosis, right? So I wanted to ask you, within my story now, there's this concept of semi-worlds, okay? Okay. From what you know, and I want to get just what you think it is, you could just go off and say it's something completely different. I don't really okay. care if you're right or wrong. I'm interested to see what you think a semi-world is, and you know? Okay. A semi-world is a world that isn't a fully formed world and never will be. A semi-world is a plane where you traverse almost like a highway into a full world. These semi-worlds can contain anything, things your brain can't understand because you might be too stupid to, or they may contain nothing. All we know is that semi-worlds are gateways into different levels, times, different... <laughs> he's looking at me. Areas. As he's, he's asking a question. Of the world <laughs> that are full. I don't know. Oh. That's all. So there are some aspects of what you said that are right. Um, <laughs> but your stupid brain. <laughs> no, so semi-worlds now, and this is not necessarily a spoiler, but early on in the story... Uh, one of the characters says, semi-worlds are just a relic of the old world. And as, if you've read my book, my book takes place about three, four hundred years after this apocalypse called The Blind, in which civilization, culture, history was lost. You know, not only just immense physical destruction of land and continents, but, you know, it almost wiped out people completely. You know what I mean? And so, like, history, people can't look back on a thousand years of history and be like, oh, well, if you remember the War of 1852, it's like, well, no, you don't remember that. That was not recorded anywhere. For some reason, that's the thing, is, like, nothing's recorded anywhere. Hmm. There's no books. There's no libraries. <laughs> and so, and of course, that's all a mystery that, you know, gets played into later for the story. So, one of the characters says, hey, you know, semi-worlds, which is just this metaphysical world in your head, that's just a relic of the old world. Some, it used to have some function, but now... It, it doesn't. It's just a, when you close your eyes, and if you were to imagine basically a room inside your head, that is your semi-world, right? 
Okay. And so for a long time, that's exactly what it was. Characters would close their eyes and that. And, you know, that, of course, evolves. And, of course, there are deeper, you know, theories for what it is, how it is, how it functions with the overall nature of the world. But it's always been very dreamlike. And, in fact, it's been described as, especially when the main character steps into his semi world, as it's almost like painted before him. So imagine Little Big Planet or Dreams when you see something built really quickly and it, but this was almost like painted, like in brush strokes. And as those brush strokes become painted, all of a sudden that world becomes more realized, and then you're there. You know, what I mean, hmm. kind of a cool yeah. transitional, you know, weirdness. Think of, you know, in Harry Potter at the end of Deathly Hallows Part Two, when he sacrificed himself and he talks to Dumbledore in that weird white King's Cross station, mm-hmm. and it's like this yeah. weird in between realm, weird, cool, not quite cool sure, part. not quite real, kind of like that, right? Where things can take on dreamlike qualities. Well, based on some developments I had, I've recently changed this dreamlike quality of them because I was thinking, I was like, you know, the dreamlike other worlds are a cool idea, but I was like, what if we give it some physicality? You know, what if we give it some physicality? So rather than now closing your worlds and the world is painted before you or tiled before you, you now just are there. And there's like a very real and almost uncanny physicality for this world because (laughs) – what they are, whatever they were in the past, has definitely left some deep impression and some deep connection. So really taking into the idea this, like, no, like, it feels like. And not only, you're not just stepping into the world in your head, you're not just stepping into your mental world. No, it feels like you're going somewhere else. Even to the point where if you spend four days in your semi-world, maybe you only had your eyes closed for four minutes. You know, time starts to dilute the longer you're there. You know, very interstellar when they go to that planet, the water, and they come back. And the guy's like, you've been gone for 16 years. Wasn't it like 30 years? Oh, was it? Yeah, it was like a it's something like that. Yeah, so like, like, like that, like where like you start to like time dilutes. But I was just, I've been kind of obsessed with that because I just think that's the coolest thing. Like this, this world in which, not quite physical, so like some physical laws don't apply so, for example, Jack, if you had a semi-world, you could step in there and you'd be in another world. Now, this world doesn't represent, seem to have any representation to, let's say, our world. But let's say you plant a tree in that world. You know, you find an acorn on the ground, plant a tree. You step out, you know, walk around the real world for a couple weeks, you come back. Well, maybe that tree's grown years at this point. And so you start to see how, like, these semi-worlds can actually be used to, like, figure out certain things or to test certain mechanics of how like these old world used to work. And of course there are other details that I won't spoil based hmm. on things, but okay. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of changing that, changing that to where they're, they have more of a physicality to them. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. definitely feel like it's almost like you're teleporting to a different place, but not really, you know what I mean? You're phasing, you're like bending different realities to like connect for just a moment. And that brings up, I bring this up, right? Because this is all has to do with perspectives. It's all like a perspective thing, you know. So well, I thought that was kind of cool. It's, it's it sounds almost like a weird form of like purgatory, but not purgatory. Purgatory, right. yeah, so. like a like a like a controllable purgatory, basically. Yeah, you know? like because you have more control over this world than you do anything else. Because the big problem I kept running into with it being more dreamlike is that, especially with the rise in our current world of meta, of virtual worlds, it started to become like semi-worlds were like an internet, right? Like they yeah, were a virtual you space. You don't want it to be kind of 
a virtual, virtual world, whatever. Sword Art Online. You know what I mean? It started to get into that realm. Sword Art Online, oh, there's a shit. It would be like Sword Art Online if you could, instead of having the whole game set up, if you could just close your eyes and you were there. You know, but so it, it was kind of like that, but I was like, I don't know if I like that virtual aspect of it. The fact that it's so dreamlike and not real. I was like, I want there to be a certain level of realness to it to where it feels real. Maybe like hyper real. You know what I mean? Like when you yeah. see those like oversaturated kind of like pictures and you're like, wow, that's just an amazing, incredible looking place. But it's like, is that really, is that place really real? Like really? Can I go there? Can I go there? Or is it all just yeah. perspective? I just wanted to toss that hmm. idea out there. Not for any reason. Not, you know, I don't, you know, I just wanted to toss it out there and kind of tell you that's something I've been developing, you know. Really? It's a really yeah. interesting idea. Mm-hmm. But. Thanks. I wanted to kind of bring you back to our world and ask you something that's very serious. Do you you know the Muffin Man? And and do you know where he lives? Uh, No, so the... Have you seen or heard or read that Futurama is coming back? I have indeed. And... They're missing someone. I've noticed that. Don DiMaggio. Bendergate, as it's called. And I, I want to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. I want to get your thoughts on like this. This is like one of our first actual like topical things I think we've ever talked about. Right. Yeah. Futurama coming back. Because it very timely because we mentioned Futurama in last week's episode. So Futurama is a show. I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned it many times. That's what I'm saying. We talked about this last we, episode. Yeah. We love Futurama. Oh, yeah. Great. I, I pers- personally, I love all the seasons. I love all the movies. Um, I think some of the jokes in like the last season with just like – I always think personally, like, we jokes are, like, the lamest thing in the world. And there are a lot of those in the last season. And I was always like, hmm, whatever. But I think the show ended really well. I liked how it was just kind of this whole weird time loop. And the show, like, loops in on itself. So, like, you can watch it through to the end. And then it restarts. And you can, like, watch it all again. And I, I just think that's really cool. And so I'm kind of conflicted that it's coming back. But I'm interested that it's coming back. But if it's not, if it doesn't have the original cast, it's going to be really hard for me to, like, enjoy it as much or be as excited. Just because that cast is so ingrained in my brain. Yeah. That I don't really know how you could replace Bender with anyone else. Yeah. Even someone that sounded like him. I just, no. There'd be those weird moments where you're like, that's not him. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially because in the first couple seasons, the characters are like, the voices are always a little odd in the first season, maybe first two seasons, and then the, then they really start you hit coming your stride, into their own. They find yeah. that character, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's part of Arlita! Arlita! Oh! No, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm really... I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it, and I just want your... I want your thoughts on yeah. it. I mean, like, should they leave it dead or should they I bring up its old bones? No. So I'm actually, this is a really good topic. And I applaud you handily, handily for bringing it up because in your stupid brain. And I'll, I'll start this with a story as I do. <laughs> Here we go again, folks. Grab, grab your popcorn. So Kate and I always have this conversation about the recent Watchmen show that came out on HBO. Right. Watchmen. Um, I loved it. It was great, short, 
And it ends, not necessarily on a cliffhanger, but, like, definitely one of those endings that's like, oh, what's going to happen, you know? And I thought it was great. And they are like, no, that's it. That's all we're doing. And I really respected that. I was like, good. Like, end it on a high note. Keep people excited. You know, it ends great. Yes, we don't have all the answers, but that doesn't really matter to me. Like, that's, you know. But Kate, on the other hand, is like, man, I really wish I'd do a second season because I want to know the answers. Which is a very valid point, you know? Like, it feels unfinished. It's not done. And so with bringing that kind of concept to the idea of Futurama coming back, I have very much the same mindset where I'm like, it's done. Don't do it again. Like, I think if you look at shows, any show that has gone on for long enough, it just stops being good. I mean, Family Guy, South Park. is South Park just came out with a new season. Like, tw- that's wild. season 25. But yeah, that's like The Simpsons. Simpsons. You know, those shows lose whatever they had at that point. And it just becomes a zombie that's living off the name. Um, and it's like, which one can be more topical? Which one can handle right. it in the funnier way? Like, they all cover the same. It becomes same. like parodies of themselves, basically. Because, like, the shows, I do think they all start out with their own kind of Yeah, identity, thing, reason. With a lot of, like, you know, homages or whatever they take from the shows. Because that's just how, you know, media works. But they all kind of have their own direction. But, like, eventually they all kind of start... Covering the same topics and right. covering the same way, and they don't really have their own flair anymore. And it's yeah. just very run of the mill, and they're trying to sort of be relevant, and it just doesn't. Yeah, stick. so that that is my big thing is that when something's over, I do think it should be done. Now, do I think they could do a spiritual successor to Futurama? Do a show that's not Futurama, but like you watch it and you're like, dude, they they are clearly inspired by you. Oh yeah. Oh dude, yeah, a sh- a dude, a show called like I don't know, don't call it Fryerama, but just like the show about Fry's life before, or, yeah, like, like take it in a different so direction. Much backstory there, that'd be so cool. Or even if it's in Futurama's world, so you can use the world and like the name, but like focus on a different character. Like, like I would love a Star Trek short series that's like the Zap Brannigan Chronicles. Like that would be great, right? But that's mm-hmm. not what they're doing. They're like doing it, and then. They have the audacity then to not even get people back. And I would argue that animated characters, yes, visually, that's how we identify them. But, like, their voice sells a whole lot. I mean, it would be like if they're like, hey, by the way, we're going to do more Adventure Time. But the but Jake the dog, no, he's going to have a different voice. It's not going to be John DiMaggio. Yeah. And it'd be like, okay, but, like. Or if they replaced, uh, like, it's not really Jake like, anymore, is if they, it? If they replaced like Fry's voice, right? And you know, so, and if they didn't have Billy West, or if they brought back Invader Zim and didn't have Richard Horowitz doing it, right? And so, I really think that they should just leave it dead, and they should not try to, re- you know. I do think that there's off that you can beat something to death, right? Like it's not, and but the problem, I know is, all about that. <laughs> but the problem is though, it's the name, right? And so, it's characters, and it's. That's what people want. There's a lot of legacy to it that I think is very, and rightly so, remembered very fondly. Yeah, but it's fondly, it's remembered fondly because it's over and it didn't keep going. How much yeah. more fondly would Family Guy or South Park be remembered if they had been like, hey, 15 seasons, we're done. And now let's do something else. Because it's, you know, and this is always an opportunity cost, right? And either way, no matter what you do, you cannot do something else. If the South Park creators are going to be making more South Park, well, I guess they're going to be making more South Park and not anything else. Seth MacFarlane, if he's going to make Family Guy, American Dad, with voices, I guess those are th- other things that he cannot do because he's doing those. And so that is what I would say. Like, hey, you're doing this new Futurama show. 
what if you just didn't do it? Maybe did uh, something else. Maybe did something unknown. I mean, because there's that's the thing. It's not like we're devoid of ideas. You know, you could do anything else, and it I, it could be popular. But that's the thing. Is like you're always chasing the series. You're always chasing the five seasons. You're always chasing the everything's being brought back or remastered. You or see whatever. it in video games. The live service, the microtransactions, the first and second game, the you know, and it's just like it gets to a point where you're like, you can't, you can't do both. You can't make all the money in the world and then have it be good. You can't just buy that. You can't just buy. Yeah, I remember being very just like I remember getting confused and really noticing it. Like when Call of Duty was like, oh, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I was like, didn't they already have Call of Duty Modern Warfare? It's like, no, that was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. This is just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Or like when Battlefield came out, this is Battlefield 1. And I'm like, but they already had a Battlefield 1. Or an Xbox was like, this is the Xbox One. Yeah, this is Xbox One, X1, S6 Series Plus. And you're like... I think their names are silly. It doesn't really bother me that much. And, but like, so <laughs> it's just like this whole like naming, con- like the naming convention especially is what's throwing me off. Yeah, and I would really like to see some big names, like not necessarily even be like brand new takes or like brand new franchises, but just be more willing to jump past the past. If that yeah. makes sense, like how much more excited would I be if I heard that hey, Futurama's coming back because Billy West and John DiMaggio are really campaigning for it, right? I'd be like, oh hell yeah, brother, bring yeah. it back. But that's not what's happening. You know, I was it Hulu is like Hulu's like, hey, by the way, we're gonna spend four point eight billion dollars and we're gonna bring <laughs> Futurama back. And you're like, okay, yeah, and <laughs> I guess we're just gonna be okay with that. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of disheartening, just like you said, it's all for like chasing like the dollar or some kind of nostalgia when like there it doesn't need to be. And like you said, money can't buy. The quality or the nostalgia or the people's opinion. I mean, look at stuff like Game of Thrones. Amazingly huge budget, 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 but kind of blew it because they were like, we need to get this out. Right. ASAP. Honestly, if I don't think anyone would have been disappointed if they said, hey, we're going to take an extra six months. Well, that's what even they did even delay the last season of Game of Thrones coming out. They should have done it more. Right. Because I I don't know. Here's the thing. I think with Game of Thrones, with Futurama, with a lot of these things, you often have, you know, certain people who are behind the talent of those shows, right? And that talent comes and goes, moves on to different things. And I really do think that for a healthy industry, you need to be willing to, like, invest in new ideas. You need to be willing to say, hey, you know, I we can't do that. But then it's hard, right? Because I think, you know, I say that. But then it's like, okay, well, Netflix invested in the idea of the people who created Futurama, that disenchantment show. I tried watching it. That show's not very good. I don't like it. It, You know what I mean? And so they invested in a new idea there. Was that successful? No. Nobody, I mean, it's a successful enough to get several seasons, right? Netflix tries, hey, let's make Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, which I loved, canceled. No, we're not doing it anymore. It's not good. You know, and so it's yeah. like, I see both sides. I see why companies don't invest in something new because it's like, that's, there's no promise. But then I'm like, there's no promise, though, that bringing back Futurama is going to make you money. But I'm like, but it will, though. Because well, here's the thing. Sorry, let me, let me say this and no, I'll you're good, back you're to you. People complain about the last season of Game of Thrones all the time. 
However, still the most watched Game of Thrones has ever been. Probably made the most money Game of Thrones has ever made. And so it's yeah. like, oh, you know, you hated it, but... Uh, but we still made our money, so... No refunds. <laughs> and so it's like, you don't really learn your lesson, except the bad will, which... I, the bad will accounts for something. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Futurama. Like, there, there's just no guarantee that it's going to be good. It makes me, like, kind of worried to be like, I love Futurama, ex- like, t- like, three years from now, except for when they brought it back for that one season. Like, that was just not good. Yeah, you can't say that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, Futurama's great, except, like, I don't want to have to give it that caveat. I just like being like, watch Futurama. Right. It's a great show. You'll enjoy it. I feel it's the same so way. Good. I feel the same way about it. But now you're going to be like, but don't watch what they did back in 2022 or 2023, because right. right. it's just not good. You know, like... It's gonna suck to have to say that, yeah. unless unless it is good. Yeah. I mean, who knows? They could be bringing back Futurama, but not Futurama. Like you said, it could be using the world or whatever, and like just using the same voice actors for different characters, even the same characters, maybe like in the future or who knows? You know, I I don't know. But the way it sounds is that they're just bringing it back from how it ended, which doesn't make a lot of sense because it ended. Very well, I think. So, yeah, there's just. It's one of those things where I think, man, if Family Guy would have ended after 10 seasons, would I say, hey, Family Guy was great? Because now I don't even tell people I used to watch Family Guy because that has such a negative connotation, right? You gotta gotta give the huge caveat. And it's like, yeah. And I know that Family Guy isn't, you know, the most. But like, I do have very fond memories of watching that show. Like, there is shit in there that is so funny. Like, so funny that Jack and I reference constantly. I mean, one that I love is, let's just keep riding bikes, please. And it's when it's when Peter and Adam West are bicycling down the road, and Adam West runs over this patch of sand and has this horribly dramatic bike crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Peter's like, you okay, man? And he like, gets on his bike, and he's like, let's just keep riding bikes, please. Let's just keep riding bikes, please. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, we do that even, like, you know, Cole will do, like, we'll jump off, like, a building, and I'll get hurt. You know, like, you okay, man? And Charles reviving me and be like, let's just keep riding bikes, please. Yeah, I, know, I know. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think about that a lot. And it's just, <sighs> but at the end of the day, they're going to do it. I mean, you know, people are can rage. They can get a new voice for Bender. They could hell. They could recast the entire cast. And they could still do it, and people will still watch it. So, what am I saying? I mean, now let's kind of go off on this. Unless you have something else. No, no, no. No, you've no, seen, no. You've seen the photos come out for the Lord of the Rings series. Right? I'm so glad you brought this up because I'm hyped to watch your trailer tonight when it comes out. It's coming out tonight. Tonight, I think 7:15. The photos look make it look bad. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, I okay. So I like the. There's no. It looks here. If you told me, yeah, say your piece and I'll, I'll say mine. If you told me, hey, this is a Game of Thrones spinoff, I'd believe it. Mm. It doesn't stand out to me as Lord of the Rings. It, I'll it, disagree with you on that point. I do think it, it looks Lord of the Ringsy to me. And just some of the things that I've seen, I, I it doesn't like. I I'm a firm believer. That elves should look elvish. Mm. You know what I mean? Not just like humans with pointy ears. I I 100% agree with that. Because elves need to be these... Especially Tolkien's elves. They need to be these usually tall, very magical, very like wistful, like beautiful creatures, right? And let me cut in here. 
if you think back to you know Peter Jackson's trilogy, you got Orlando Bloom, you got Kate Blanchett, you got all these you know all these great Elrond, you know, you got all these great people, Agent Smith, <laughs> who are Agent Smith playing elves, and they all do a really good job because they have that kind of otherworldly nature to them, where they don't look quite like everybody else. Yeah, you know, and when I do see the pictures of young Gladriel, you know, she's in the armor. Or young Elrond, he's the one sitting on the hill. I do think, I'm like, these just look like people who have pointy ears. They don't look... And Gladriel doesn't look like... <sighs> and see, okay. Go, so, go ahead, so, right, say, right. say your piece. I'm, so I, I'm, I'm very cautious about it yeah. right now. But When I first saw the images, I had very much the same reaction to you. Where I was like, God, these don't look great. You know, like, I don't like them. And then I watched a video... And on it, and there's this channel, Nerd of the Rings, which is a great lore for, you know. I think I've watched him. Yeah, great, great lore videos on Lord of the Rings. I highly recommend him. Go subscribe to him. He doesn't know me, but I'm going to tell you to go subscribe to him. He's a great friend. Great friend. Friend of, friend of the show. Doesn't know me. Friend of the show. But he did a video on the new images going <laughs> over them. And, you know, I kind of came around. I was like, okay. But still, in my mind, I'm like, with how much money they're pouring into this, with how much they you you know they want the next Game of Thrones status. They want those articles that's yeah. like, oh, Rings of Power, this is the next Game of Thrones. Now, they did say in one of the articles, um, I think it was on, I don't remember where it, magazine published it, but they did say that they were not going to Game of thrones Lord of the Rings. But when I say they want the next Game of Thrones, you know what I mean. They want the, the popularity, the, 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 the zeitgeist buzz, yes. of yeah. having Lord of the Rings be in the name. And the thing is, if you you know read through the Cimmerillion, you watch Nerd of the Rings videos, plug for somebody who's not me. But, you know, you realize like, holy, holy crap, the lore here is great. Like, you, it's there phenomenal. is some awesome stuff that happens that... You know, you don't even know about if you just it make it blows your mind how much there is to Lord right. of the Rings. Right. And so it's not like it's like there's stuff there. Yeah. Man writing in the trenches of World War One, dude. You know, there's stuff here for a lot of a lot of extra content. But I'm like, do I trust them to handle it the right way? No. I watch Wheel of Time. I hated it. Now, it's unfair because I know some people like Wheel of Time. Our brother Henry. Well, and I know some people who've read Wheel of Time and who really like the show. So it's not like, you know, but for me personally. Are you just wrong? You know. It was hard, too, because I was watching uh, the second season of The Witcher today and kind of getting into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this, this, I like the show a lot. I mean, it's not great, but like. That, it's fun seeing The Witcher in this in this God, way. Yeah. Henry Cavill's Geralt, man, he's so good. Dude, I think he's I like don't actually. Know. You know what makes this show really great. You know, is he being plays like a really good girl, being like being a young boy, right? And you're young like, boy. you if you want to be a fantasy character, I always wanted to be the dark, brooding, deep voiced, cool as hell fantasy character. Somehow Henry Cavill can do that without it being cheesy. Like <laughs> I don't know how he just has like a presence to him. You're like, yeah, I totally believe you're actually like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I. Uh, Cautiously optimistic, of course, you know. Well, I'll probably watch the trailer after this is over. And I hope I hope I watch the trailer Let's and watch I watch it together. Yeah, we'll watch it together. You know, I hope I watch this trailer and I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. But I have a feeling that I'm gonna watch this trailer and go, maybe. I feel like that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because the trailer, it's gonna do the thing. 
let, let, let's do it now. Let's we'll okay. do a follow up. Okay. Okay. Jack, how do you think this trailer? Do you really pause recording. You watch it now after we do this because we can do that. Do you want to do that? That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, let, okay. Let's say, but I want you to tell me. Okay, so this is just keep in mind they're labeling it a teaser trailer. So we're thinking what minute thirty. Something like that, yeah. No, no, we're not thinking. Serious. We're not thinking like a full. So I want you to tell me how you think the format of this trailer is going to go. Black screen, okay. Um, maybe some sound effects, maybe some light music is going to fade in, okay. And then a voiceover is going to come in, okay, and be like, yeah, you know, in the age of whatever. Yeah, know, I'm, I'm the, very much you know, on board with like you that. right now. Yeah, and then boom, fire mm. or fire something burning, and then. Boom, and no, 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 like a very like Dark Soulsy kind of trailer. Okay, and it's gonna show a character, another character, a flash, stingers of music, and then the evil guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, whoop, but then, but no, 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 and then oh, the classic music's gonna come in, something like that, and then I don't know. It's gonna go like that. That's how it's gonna go. What do you, what do you think? That, that's that's pretty close to what I think. So, so I do think you're gonna very get very much paraphrase. You think you're gonna get black screen? I don't think they'll do. And I would like it if they did a cold open trailer. I always like cold open trailers, but I do think it's gonna be black screen. I do think it's gonna start with some voiceover. Um, I don't think the voiceover will continue through the whole trailer. I think you'll get maybe about 10, 15 seconds of voiceover, and then it's you're gonna get. I think very brief glimpses of some action of people drawing swords. Of, you know, all the main characters that we've kind of seen in those images, you're going to get brief flashes of them as you kind of got some. It's going to be like, it's going to sound knockoff Lord of the Rings music, basically, you know, because I don't yeah, actually yeah. know if they got Howard Shore back for this. I wish, I hope they do, because, you know, <laughs> that would help me a whole yeah, lot. That would help a lot. But, uh, you know, I think so you get those very brief flashes. You're going to get Gladriel probably swinging your sword. You're going to get, yeah, you're going to get some fire. But I kind of hope, yeah. you know, to be honest, though, so that's kind of what I think we're going to get. You know, they're going to okay. get the, the date. And it's going to be like a minute, minute long, maybe. So it's not going to be very much. I, now, that being said, I kind of hope you're right, Jack. I kind of hope you, I, I kind of hope it's like, you know, the opening for Lord of the Rings where they give you the story. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be kind of like that. You know, I think you might be right, where it might be kind of that more, like, ethereal uh, I'm one talking, ring, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. I think, like, I mean, go back and listen to what I said. But the one ring, the, I have it now. Yeah, but it's a TV show, so they gotta Durr. spice it up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, that's so. why I think you're gonna get the action flashes, the very trailer. I, I call, I'm calling it. The music, and then, and then some the voice ring. comes in. You see the yeah, one ring, some, yeah. and then title card, title card fades okay. in, and All then. Right. Face of Black released. Okay. Or whatever. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna pause the recording. Yeah. Let's pause it. And we're gonna watch on Troy's laptop, and then I shall resume. So pausing now. <laughs> so we just watched the uh, trailer. Charlie looks a little cheese balls to me. I'll be honest. I wasn't completely right. Yeah. I was right about the voiceover, but uh, and yeah. the kind of like build up the crescendo. Yeah. But it wasn't a black screen. But no. honestly, it looks a little cheesy to me. I don't know. I don't know what about it. Just something about it looks a little cheesy. I don't know. I'll disagree with you. I thought the ahead, the landscape shots and stuff were very true to form. I, I looking I, I, at that, I, I was agree. like, you know, that feels like Middle Earth. That feels like now where it lost me is the moment you see Gladriel jump to the mountain and she's has the knife in there. It just is a little bit too action hero y. And like that is the thing. It's like Lord of the Rings is not 
your action hero movie. This is like an epic adventure movie. Yeah. Now, that being said, this is not Lord of the Rings. This is the second age. This is earlier stuff. Um, but the look of the show, I I like seeing it in motion. I thought it looked pretty good. So I, I, I remain cautiously optimistic. Yeah. And I'm excited to see another trailer that gives me a little bit more. Because this trailer really... It wasn't much. I, no. I The music didn't spark anything in me, which was kind of sad. It was kind of just generic like trailer music. The voiceover itself was cheeseball, I think. You know? Because it didn't tell you anything. It was kind of just like... I think what... What makes it cheeseball to me a little bit is it's when she j- did that hero jump in the ice. Yeah. Thing. Very like Uncharted-esque. It, but, very Uncharted-esque. Um, I could very much tell it was CG. Like very much so. Yeah. Like it was all nothing but green screen. Like just overlaid. Still looks good. But, like, I, see, I thought it looked pretty good. No, I, I could tell, yeah. but I'm, I'm just, I want it. I guess I kind of want the series to look more practical. See, I... I'll disagree with you. I do think it looked good. Like, the look of it was fine to me. Like, just, but, like, that scene, it, it kind of threw it off a little bit for me. I, I think, like, in my in my, in my my mind's eye, it needs a bit more, maybe there is, and then we just didn't see enough in the trailer. It was a very quick trailer. It was very quick. But, I mean, this trailer, honestly, it was just a teaser. Like, it didn't. I, I hope, because I think one thing that really stuck out in the films, which is kind of, you know, the mm-hmm. the bar for them to try to hit. The only way I think you can really hit that is with having a lot of practical effects, but that does take longer to do. Well, okay, so keep in mind. So I don't, but I don't know, though, because with the technology we have now, you think. They are going pretty practical heavy with the show. But um, as with all things, it's the mixture of both, right? It's always... CGI and practical effects work when all departments work together and say, hey, this is going to be a CG shot. We know it's going to be a CG shot. The makeup department's going to support it this way. Our lighting department's going to support it this way. So on and so forth. And so to me, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be, hey, we did all this practically. It needs to be the perfect combination of them, right? It's yeah. the perfect combination of, hey, when do we use CG? Like when what- do we do this? One of the best blended scenes is in the extended edition of Lord of the Rings when they're, oh, what's that freaking, the corrupted old fortress by Shelob's lair. Sirith Ungul. Yes. That's a path. Always uh, sounds evil. Yeah. That So the scene God, that shows them like walking up the mountain and then down below they see all the troops moving. Yeah. That's a really good combination of practical and CGI. Right, right. And Lord of the Rings has good at that. I mean, but the thing is, is there, there's just something about that shot that just sparked something in my head yeah. that I was like, uh, I don't I didn't like something about that. And I don't know what it is. See, but what, it kind of started to come off as a bit cheese ball. What got me I don't know though is Galadriel being this young version of Galadriel, who's not really young because I think she's still thousands of years old in the second age. This young version of Galadriel being um an action hero of being the the sword fighter. Now I I don't have a problem with her using a sword or wearing armor. Or riding a horse or nothing like that. But what I think is, is like, if you just turn her into your new Aragorn, you're going to lose a lot. Which I, that's what I worry about, right? I worry that they're trying to fill that heroic main character role. Mm-hmm. But our main character can only be heroic if they're actiony, right? They can't just be, you know, wise or... Well, like, you know, 
and there's obviously there's a lot of action, but there's not action in the way like Aragorn and there's that scene where they he throws Gimli or whatever, you know. There's that cool scene where they're fighting the Urukai on the bridge. But there's not much like action hero stuff. Legless. Legless is like an action hero, but he's not like the main focal point. You know what I mean? There was a cool thing with the elf in here where there's arrows being shot at somebody and he like caught it and like went with the momentum and like pulled it back, then shot the arrow back. I was like, that was pretty cool. I it was, did, it was I, almost I, like Spider Man esque. I, I was, was like, pretty, was, that was, was pretty, pretty cool. cool. I, I uh, but yeah, I like the, the one CG monster we saw looked really cool. <laughs> that, that did look cool. And like the landscapes, again, I think I like a lot. Um, but, you know, they did, of course, and they're going to have to do this pretty hard because the majority of people don't understand. But, like, this trailer was very much separating itself from Lord of the Rings of being, like, before yeah. the king, before the fellowship, before the ring. You know what I mean? So, like, this teaser, I feel like, was very much trying to tell people, like, hey, this isn't this isn't Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. This is our thing. So... Still cautiously optimistic. Like I said, I didn't see enough to actually even make really an opinion. But I'll people, you know, either way. I'll watch it. Uh, it looked better than Wheel of Time. That's what I'll say. Look better than Wheel of Time. Fair enough. Well, Travis, you know, this was recorded after we ended the episode. Oh. So we're going to jump back in. Yeah. And well, for some hello, reason, for past some... Charlie, who has not watched a trailer yet, who will be disappointed that you didn't. And eh, for some reason, didn't miss I will much. explain this yet again when we resume, so be prepared for that. Uh, uh, and we'll jump into topics about the real world and how we're all doomed. Yeah. Take it away, past Jack. <laughs> well, so it turns out uh, the trailer hasn't dropped yet, so I know. we're going to finish recording. We're going to splice it in. I was uh, so upset because I was like, oh, 7.15. Oh, we, we were hyped. We were gathered around the computer. Yeah, I mean, even Kate came out. She's like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And then and then everyone's like, hey, where's the trailer? Where's I like tuned into a live stream. And Grom, somebody Grom. was, yeah, everybody was saying grand in the live stream. But then somebody was like, trailer, so it's part 16 minutes ago. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're splicing it in. So you would have heard our reactions already by now. But this is just the kind of This is just the end. Yeah, this will come after. So anyway. Wow, man, Jack, can you believe... That it was trailer. so crazy. I can't, I can't believe, believe. I can't believe. Oh my god, guys! I can't uh, believe Young Saruman came out and he was acted by Harry Styles. Can, oh my gosh! Can you believe? Don't watch the new Lord of the Rings trailer at three a.m. Sauron haunted me. That'd be a great video. <laughs> you gotta you gotta go heavy when you're doing that. Oh, it's so good, man. Uh, so, anyways, let, let's kind of veer off courses here a little bit from the show. We're wrapping up, uh, but I just kind of get your try your input on how you feeling, just in general, just in general life, and how you feeling. You know, is is the current world climate affecting you at all? Like on on an actual basis, or are you just kind of doing your thing, focusing on your thing? I think the only two things that I think about often, one that's come up recently, and then one that's been bothering me, I mean, for the last probably 10 years. So A, I do worry about the world situation about like climate stuff. Like I worry that within my lifetime, we're going to be dealing with like flooding of New York, of coastal cities as... Hey, we'll be fine here when they get all okay. We'll be fine, yes. But, Quote like, I'm worried fine. what that means for the future. Like, for starting a family. You know what I mean? Um, so, that's not on the top of my mind. But every time I think about, like, the future in that way, I do worry about that. 
Um, yeah. You know, something that's actually concerning to me recently is this, uh, is Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah, they said they're actually going to do it. it. I don't know what's going to happen with that. And that is kind of spooky because yeah. it's been a, I mean, yes, like we have a, you look back on like, you know, the Iraq war. Iraq. The Iraq war. And you can look back on that. But that, I mean, the thing is with that war is that has been going on, I mean, throughout my entire life. And yeah, it's kind became, of in the background of our lives. Unfortunately, as with most things, became not a popular news item. So you just kind of stop hearing about it. So it's very easy to think, oh, hey, we're not at war when we were. And of course, you know, we're not now, but I do worry with a situation like this that I'm like, man, what if another superpower starts overstepping their bounds and not affecting us, but like. Well, you heard that Putin said that, sorry, so you said Putin. 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 Um, if he Vladimir Putin. invades, well, if the EU gets involved at Ukraine, that he will nuke them. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's what but scares is me. Is that an empty threat? Or, like, I don't know, because that's like, if he does that, literally, it's the end of the world as we know it. Not referencing the song yeah. popularized by Chicken Little. So, yeah, that this Probably whole, not, that whole situation know. makes me nervous because yeah. all it takes is for one stupid move and then everybody gets involved. I mean, you're looking well, at kind of a repeat of what happened in World War One. you know, with everybody kind of being linked to such an extent that no matter who goes to war, some of the superpowers will be involved. And I, yeah, if, if, if that idea freaks me out a little bit because – modern war and especially with something like that is not something we've seen i mean yes of course like i said like the iraq war and stuff like that but like as far as fighting against another superpower like war is like a world war war yeah it just so that freaks me out a little bit now other than that other than you know i think the big things that i (laughs) don't have any control over i've been good um been beating myself up still about not working out so i think come end of february i'll kind of like you know, start back up with that again. Try. We should try to get into a gym together. The thing is, though, man, it's like... It's do we the, have the time? It's the timing. It, not necessarily do I have the time, but the timing. Who has the time? You know. Now, would you consider yourself an early riser? By default, no. If I don't have to wake up, I'll sleep in. What time... Say if we were to go to the gym early, like a 24-hour gym early. Or we're doing this regularly, like throughout the week. Yes. If we would have to wake up... We're talking like... What time do you go on the work? Now? So that usually depends. So usually I'm 7, 7.30. So like we're talking about like waking up at 5, going I was, to the I was going to say 4. Right. And that's just not something. The reason I don't want to wake up at 4 is mainly because, dude, I don't want to have to start it's going. It's a bore. I, I don't want to have to start going to bed at 8.30. <laughs> that's the problem. Like, Yeah, I feel you. I would rather stay up later and work out than wake up earlier to work out to go to bed earlier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That is the hard thing for me. Well, I wonder if that's something we could schedule. Because I've always, I, I kind of do want to go to the gym, but I don't want to go by myself. Right. And it would be fun to do that. I mean, it's something we could catalog, catalog our experiences together with. Right. So. Laura, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, so that's been, you know, something I've been kind of beat myself up for. Writing has been going well, so I can't complain about that. And then, of course, just adapting to the new job. I mean, the stresses that come with that. And then, you know, I was telling you know, or mom this, but every once in a while I have those moments where I'm like, dude, I have no idea what I'm doing. What is going on? Why did I do this? Not, not because anything bad happened, but just doubts, anxiety, you yeah, know, that type sure. of thing where I'm like normal human or I'm like, 
oh, did I make a huge mistake? I probably did. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So uh, that's a bit happened to bet overall. Pretty what good. What did you say? That's what happened about it. That's so that's been about it. But, oh, uh, okay. So that's been about it. You just said it really fast. God, so let's take that line in Treasure Planet. Was it worth it? <laughs> was it worth it? Was oh, yeah. It? Doesn't Jim say it really fast? Yeah, he says it. Yeah, anyways. Uh, that's a weird obscure. I'm a question to the world. No, 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 no. I'm a boy. As long as you know, no, no, no. I mean, talk, about a, talk about a great song. Dude, I love the world of Treasure Planet. Oh, so anyways. Good. So good. Like you, I, I'm kind of, I share the same concerns about what's going on in the world right now, but I can't control that. I There's legitimately nothing I can do. <laughs> legitimately, there, I don't like, think there's anything I, I could can do. go petition and change a gosh dang thing. But, you know, I've, I've just been trying to focus more on myself, um, trying to really adapt to, this, uh, adapt to this job and focus on just like personal growth and try to secure the future as much as I can. And, you know, apart from that, just trying to improve upon myself mm. as much as I can, which is just going to take time, sadly. But, yeah. Time the one passes. thing, though, about self-improvement is that, and I've learned this. So, like, with, you know, growing up, it was always like, hey, if you work hard, you'll get what you want. I've discovered with actual jobs, no, it's not. That's not, that's not true. The load of bull. It's actually way more true to say, hey, if you're very smart and you can navigate the social climate of your job, you'll be successful. That's really the way you should say it. Yeah, you don't have to be in a job for three years no, to be promoted. You don't have you to be could... good at necessarily anything, but like you have to be good at like managing people. And if you're good at that, then you can kind of do anything you want. If you can be suave oh and God, talk yeah. to the, you get to know the people that are above you. Oh, yeah. That, that's all it takes. Yeah. You don't have to get a job for five years. That's a bunch. That's a bunch of garbage. So, but so. with as far as things with self improvement and hobbies, working hard, you definitely see results, and it's oh, it's sure. so satisfying. I, I've been trying to think of some kind of hobby or trade I could pick up that I can yeah. realistically do. You know what I mean, and not something that that's like overwhelming. Right. So I'm trying to. If you guys have any suggestions for hobbies or things like that, right? I like to make some my own root beer. I've been really thinking about that. Yeah, I love some- to make Jack beer. I would love to. Jacked beer. No, just not jacked beer. Just jack beer. I think it'd be great. Jack beer. Jack beer. It'd be kind of fun. Anyways. Charlie, is that where we're going to end today's episode? You know, I think so. I think so. I think that's going to wrap up our tangent. You know, I I, I, I liked this one. Honestly, I, I like this one too. This I, one I was good. This one had some good conversations in it. Um, I just like, I like talking to you, man. I like catching up. Laura said that we should do more stuff together. To yeah. like have to then like talk about on the podcast, and I was like, we do, yeah. we do. That being said, of things to do together, I did just refresh my YouTube page, and the trailer has dropped, so we can splice that in. We'll the splice episode. that in, make that a little bit longer, make our episode a little bit longer. Of Beautiful. course, this is this is past Charlie who has not watched the trailer. Yeah. So uh, interestingly, you'll be hearing from future Charlie ahead of this, but it's going to be all weird for you. All of it actually for you will be past Charlie. And it I wonder won't how long that segment's going to be. Oh, be ten it, minutes. It, well, I, I don't think it'll be very long. Maybe maybe five minutes. It, it depends on it depends on how much we actually have to say about right, it. Right, right. I love the trailer. I will say, looking at it, it's a minute and a second long. Ooh, so you were real close. Yeah, I was pretty close. I think I'm. I think I'm going to be close. Yeah, I think you're pretty close, man. Because what close. else are you going to put into a minute of a trailer? Yeah. What else are you going to put into it? A slow build up See, and then the date? No. 
Is see, with it being a minute, I don't think you can have much voiceover in it. But I, I've been wrong before. You can so. do a lot in a minute. Do a lot in a minute. But you can't be That's what she's slow said. in a minute. <laughs> That's also what she said. <laughs> oh, eh, oh. There's, All right. That reminds me of a good Ninja Sex Party song, Three Minutes of Ecstasy. It's good. Three Taste of, of ecstasy, peppermint cream, several times a month. God, Jack. Yes, Charlie. Do you have any closing thoughts? Any other tangential little small things you want to throw in here before I wrap this you up? You know, I don't think so. I will say I like doing tangents. I want to get into the mind frame of doing them more often. So I think expect another one next week. Yeah, I think we'll have a good one good next week. We're bringing a few more uh, little little uh, bullet points. Well, and you know what's good about the tangent episodes is oftentimes it sparks in my mind like things that we could easily talk more about later. And so thinking like, oh, hey, this is taken from this tangent episode and we wanted to talk more about it. We decided to save it for an episode. Yeah, or even our previous conversations. Oh. Oh. Troy, do you got anything? I don't. Guys, thank you for listening to the Racketeer Collection podcast. You know where to find us, Spotify, iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can send us messages there, correspond with us. And, of course, if you want to support us financially with what we do, we're close to hitting our $100 Patreon goal. Uh, if you subscribe to us on Patreon, you're just supporting us so that we can hopefully make more of this and produce more and higher quality content. Uh, you also get access to the Discord, where there's discussions on the latest episodes, recommendations, and all that kind of fun stuff. So, hopefully, we'll see you there. Charlie? You know what I'm going to say? For a taste of your... Oh, no, that's not what you're going to say. Dreams! No. <laughs> all right, guys, see you later. Music! Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>